I want to speak to us this morning, and uh, it's, it's like a reminder, a very simple, very, very simple subject. It's like a kind of reminder, and it's called wet by association. We've been saying so many things around this, and the Lord keeps speaking and coming in different angles and directions. And I want you to understand something very, very important this morning. That sometimes in life you might be thinking it's going to take all your struggles and muscles and powers to get wet. You're going to be thinking it's going to take all the ideas you may muster from this world to make words. But I want to show you something this morning. That wealth comes to you and can come to you by simply association. Hallelujah. There are people that God have deposited some things in their lives. And like I said the other time, they may not have what you have. I'm going to make you understand this morning that a slave in God's kingdom is more noble than a nobleman in the world. I just pray somebody will follow me and understand me this morning. First of all, let me start reading by going by the statement of Jesus, which says, A time will come when you say, Blessed is that come in the name of the Lord. Now, I would like to define what it means by the name of the Lord. But first of all, let me read something from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 25. 1 Samuel 25, you should know the story. Uh, you can read from verse 1 down to 11 and so on. But I would like to read verse 5, then 9 and 10 of the book of 1 Samuel chapter 25. This is about the story of David when he was running away from Saul, when the trouble was on. And uh, he sent his men to one called Nebuch, the husband of uh, Abigail. How I many of you know this story? Okay. And he said, I just need some food. Now there is something I want to bring out. By way of definition, so that you can understand what Jesus finally said in the book of Luke. So, when you look at this passage, the Bible says, And David sent out ten young men, and David said unto the young men, Get up to Camel, and go to Nabal, and greet him in my name. I want you to understand that. In my name. So, it's like when they go there, what is going to be the greeting? Is it, we greet you in the name of David. Is that the way it's going to say? I don't know. But it simply means they come in and say, we salute you. We are David's messengers. Is that okay? In other words, we are representing David. Are you following that? We are sent by David. Okay. Let's move on now. And then we get to uh, look at verse 9. And when David's young men came, they spoke to Nabal according to all these words in the name of David and seized. And Nabal answered David's servant and said unto them, Who is David? And who is the son of Jesse? There be many servants now of days that break away every man from his master. Shall I take my shall I take my bread and my water and my flesh that I have killed? From your sharers and give it unto men whom I know not where they, they, they be. I don't know where you're coming from. But I want you to understand something. 
in the name of who? Of David. Go to the book of Luke. The book of Luke chapter 13. Let's look at verse 34. And then uh, verse 34, 35. Are you there in the book of Luke? Okay. I'm looking at 13. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killed the prophets, and stoned them that are sent unto thee. How often will I have gathered thy children together, as then gathered, not gather her brood on her wings, and you will not. Behold, your house is left on you desolate. And verily I say unto you, ye shall not see me until the time come when ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now if you read the account from verse 11 to verse 18, you're going to find the story of the woman that was bound double for 18 years. That Jesus healed in the temple. That's what led to this statement. They were saying, why will you heal on the Sabbath day? Are you getting that? Okay. And then Jesus began to speak about the kingdom of God after he has told them that it was needful that this woman who was bound by Satan should be healed. So, the rejection of David is what led to the statement. You are not saying, blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord now. That means your trouble will surely come to you because of the rejection. But when you turn your confession to accept he that is sent, you shall be set free just like this woman is set free. Are you going in the picture now? This woman was bent double all these years. She accepted me. She recognized I came from the Lord. And she got a healing. You are rejecting me. Now your trouble will continue to remain because you are refusing to accept the one that is sent to you. Now, you watch this. The one that is sent to them is not just him. is the one that sent him that they are rejecting. Did you understand that? When, those, when Nabal rejected the man, David said it was not the man he rejected. It was David he rejected. Are you listening to me? I want you to follow it because it's very important. Now, I would like to point out a few things from this passage. What does it mean then to come in the name of the Lord? I would like to point out is number one. To come in the name of the Lord means to be rep representative of the one that sent the person. In other words, the man came in the name of David, meaning they are representing David. So to come in the name of the Lord means the person is representing the Lord. Are you there? Number two. It means being an ambassador of a country. Because if you watch the picture in the book of Luke. As soon as that incident took place. And they were saying why will you hit on the Sabbath? He began to speak about the kingdom of God. Now he who speaks about the kingdom of God indicates he represents a kingdom. Are you still there? Just like David, though was running from Saul, was already a king. So the people that left David to Naba, they were ambassadors of the kingdom of David. Are you following this? Okay. In other words, the one that is sent to you represents a kingdom. 
Number three, it means the carrier of an authority or identity of a country. Understand that? Hallelujah. By implication, the men that David sent were represented Israel because they stood for David who automatically was going to become a king. In other words, if I'm sent to you, I'm not just representing God, I'm representing heaven to you. Can I add amen to that? Number four. It means to accept the one that is sent. Then number five. You receive of the world or deposit of that country by accepting and associating with the country's ambassador. And I want you to do that because it's very crucial. When God, for instance, if Nigeria sends an ambassador to another country and you receive that country's ambassador in your country, you already have a bilateral tie with that country. Did you get that? Come on, I want you to pick this because it's very important to you. When ambassador steps into another country, for instance, if Nigeria sends an ambassador to Cameroon and Cameroon receives the ambassador from Nigeria, they enter into a bilateral agreement with that country. Mutual understanding, mutual respect, and to defend themselves against, if need be, other forces. In other words, the man that leaves Nigeria to Cameroon takes Nigeria to Cameroon. Are you listening to me? Therefore, if you reject the one that is sent from the country to another country, in other words, that same country is rejecting the country that sent that particular individual. Therefore, if God sends you a man and you reject the man, you are rejecting the wealth of the country that he sent the person from. Hear this and hear it rightly. If God sent you a man from heaven, if you reject the one that he sent from heaven, you are rejecting everything about heaven. Did you understand what I'm talking about? Because the delivery of heaven's word is through that ambassador. I want you to understand this so much this morning. It means every contact you make with the one that is sent produces either a negative or positive response. Depending on the state of your heart and the value placed on the one that is sent to you. Amen? Your rejection will produce the statement of Jesus. A time is coming when you will say, by implication, you are going to get into trouble and you have no one to deliver you. Why? Because you reject the one that is sent to you. That's a negative response. But if you accept the one that is sent to you, then heaven's words will be delivered into your hands. <coughs> Excuse me. Not because of what you will do, but because you accepted and associated with the one that is sent. Because the one that is sent carries the identity of his home country. Are you following what I'm talking about? Some of us are going through life on a very difficult level because we lack the right association with the people that are sent even to you. Okay. I want to give you a very simple illustration from the Bible this morning. I'm going to give you about two or three instances of the people whose life changed 
because they associated with the people that are sent to them. Okay. To start with, I want you to look at the life of Isaac. In the book of Genesis 26. Hallelujah. Genesis 26, if you look at verse 24, remember, Isaac was digging wells and severally. Everyone he digs, the Philistines will come and cover it up. Remember that? Okay. Verse 24. And the Lord appeared unto him the same night. Unto who? Unto Isaac. And said, I am the God of Abraham thy father. Fear not, for I am with thee. And I will bless thee. I will multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. So listen to me. The blessing of Isaac had nothing to do with the number of wells he was digging. When they were, see, we're often saying it is true. He sold. He reaped a hundredfold. Where there was a famine. The hundredfold came because of his identity with Abraham. God said, I will bless you because of my servant's sake. The connecting link is Abraham, not the struggle of Isaac. Praise the living God. And verse 25 says, And he built an altar there, and called upon the name of the Lord, and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servant did what? A well. The well began to produce. After God had told him, listen to me, you've been struggling, digging and digging. Enemies have been covering them. But right now, I'm showing up. I'm making a covenant with you. I am going to bless you because of my servant's sake. So Isaac will have suffered all of his years if not for the recognition of Abraham by God. Did you get that? Now, if Isaac had not had a good relationship with Abraham, this promise will not have come even though he was Abraham's seed. Are you still there with me? How did Isaac survive? By reason of his association with who? I'm going to bless you for Abraham, my servant's sake. God connected the two. And life became easy for who? For Isaac. Now, the Philistines can no longer come and close the world. Some of you get into business and they shut down unnecessarily. You'll be struggling, but I'm giving you keys that can unlock those doors. And no Philistine can anymore step into your territory to shut down every well of business you're putting up. God doesn't make covenants with children. He makes covenants with fathers. And release the blessing of the covenant to children. Am I talking to somebody? Genesis 15. Genesis 15. Abraham and Melchizedek. I read verse number 1 of Genesis 15. And after these things, and I want you to underline that in your Bible, after these things, what things? I will explain. The word of the Lord. Blessed is he that comment in the name of the Lord. How many of you can remember that? Okay. The word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision. Saying, fear not, Abraham, and thy shield and the exceedingly great reward. Go to verse 5. And he brought him forth abroad by his outside and said, Look now towards heaven, and I'll tell the stars, tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. 
And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Now listen to me. Listen to me. What led to that? The Bible said, After these things, after what things? After Abraham has associated with Melchizedek in paying tithe to him. Did you get that? If you want to get verse 1 of chapter 15, you must first get to chapter 14. It was after his encounter with Melchizedek that God came to him. He said, hey, listen, Abraham. Don't be in sorrow. Don't think otherwise. Don't think you are going to be fit. Don't think you don't have no children. Listen to me. If you can count this time, so shall your seed be. Why? Because he had a connection with you, Melchizedek, who represents God. The wealth and the prosperity of Abraham is connected to his relationship to who? Melchizedek. Are you following this? Isaac got blessed because he was connected to Abraham. Abraham got blessed because he's connected to who? To Melchizedek. Can I give you another example? If you see from the Bible, will you believe it? All right. Go to Genesis 13. Genesis 13. Your struggles are coming to an end. Isaac suffered digging. <laughs> but when he got connected, things settled. You are getting to settle now. Genesis 13. You know the story of Abraham and Lot. How many of you know that? I look at verse 1. And Abraham went out of Egypt. He and his wife. And all that he had. And Lot with him. Into the south. Look at verse 5. And Lot also. Which went with. Underline that in your Bible. Abraham. Had flocks. And herbs. And what? Come on. Is that in your Bible? Lord also. Now I want you to know the word also. In other words, when you begin to read, you see how prosperous Abraham was. Lord also. Oh. It means Lord's own weight was almost pursuing that of Abraham. Now, Lord was not a child of Abraham. He was his brother's child. Am I right? What is the connection? He got connected to the one that represents heaven. He carries some blessings on his inside. And because he was connected to him, he's home. The Bible says, Lord also. I just want you to know the word also. In other words, when you connect to the man that is sent, when you receive the one that is sent by the Lord, you will definitely enter into your increase. And Lord also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents, just like Abraham had. Do you know the trouble between Lord and Abraham was not because of anything or because of their wealth? Come and talk to me. The, both of them were just expanding, unlimited expansion, and it was difficult to find place to graze. And there was trouble between their servants. It's like, okay, we want to use here for our capital. I about to wear our own. No, that's that is not sufficient. And, and Abraham said, hey, Amen. Let's not get into trouble. It's like our wealth is over his planet. Come on, let me tell you something. You will increase. Amen. 
He said, we've come to the place where it is difficult for us to graze on the same spot. Let's, are you getting what I'm talking about? Why? Because he went with Abraham. That's all. Not because of his struggles. Not because he understood so much how to rear sheep. No. Lot also, who went with? That is just the connecting key. And that reminds me. Two nights ago, the Lord gave me bunches of keys. And you remember when God gave Peter the bunch of keys? He used the key on the day of Pentecost. Doors were opened to the people. Salvation came into their life. I am delivering keys right now. Amen. And every door that is shut before you shall be opened. I'm unlocking wet into your life. I'm trusting God for the volume of money that will come into your hand that will amaze and surprise you. Because the keys are not meant for me, they are meant for you. When God gave keys to Peter, it was not for Peter. It was to open the heaven, to open the kingdom for those who will believe into Peter. Your good days are here. Amen. Your good days are here. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody want to use money. I say somebody want to use money. No, let you use when money comes. Am I talking? <laughs> somebody wants to use money. And Lot also went with him. And had flocks and herbs and tents. <laughs> it flocks. He had head, he had tent. Place. You will have your place to stay. <laughs> hey. Hallelujah. You're building for God now. You're contributing money. I was speaking recently to somebody who said, that I have this amount of money that I want to put into the church building. I said, so it in there. Because there is life. There is grace. Grace. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yes. Let me give you another example. Turn to Genesis 30. Works by association. Connection. Connecting to the one that is sent. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Jesus made that statement. Not because he had an extinct to himself. But he represented a kingdom that has what it takes to make the one that receives him to connect to the wealth of that kingdom. Are you see that? Laban and Jacob. Look at that verse 37 or 27 I read. And Laban said unto him, I pray thee, if I find favor in thy eyes, tarry, for I have learned by experience that the Lord have blessed me for thy sake. Simple. Now, here is Jacob. What did Jacob have? Jacob was effective. He was running from home. How many of you remember that? 
was running from hope, but there was something locked up in him. And the man that received him to his house, his business began to expand. And when he wanted to go, he said, hey, 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 no, you can't go now. They will beg you to stay. <laughs> Hallelujah. They will, you see, it's not a question of they just sack me. They won't sack you. They will beg you to stay. I have learned by experience. I've been taking stocks since you came. The way I used to do business had been big where I've been doing it before. But things have never worked the way they are working since you came here. And then you want to go? That means you are trying to say my business should come down. So now you can't go. Please. Now listen, it's not begging. I say, if I find favor in that side. He's a young man. Can you imagine an old man begging a young man to stay? By experience. Wait by association. Because Laban accepted Jacob, things begin to happen in his business. Some of you push away your glory because of lack of acceptance. You don't know what it takes to receive people who are sent to you. You don't know what it takes to welcome people who are sent to you. They may not look the kind of people you are looking for. You see, you might say, what can this one offer me? You don't understand. It is not what you see. Appearance can deceive you. There is something on your inside that can work for you by merely associating a into your home. Hallelujah. I told you of the man in South Africa that went to a hotel to pick out expensive hotel that was paid for this man. He went there and picked him out. And he said, you come and stay in my house. I know what it means to have a man of God in my house. And he came to me and said, David, you were blessed this morning by my church, but I'm going to ask something to eat. He said, let me tell you. I made sure this the other time. He said, I don't pay tight on what I get. I pay tight on what I want to get. So if I need two million, I pay the tight on two million. And then two million comes. I first pay before I get. He said, I've gone beyond paying tight on what I receive. Because I know what God can do. That guy has more than six cars. I'm talking of good clean solid cars and uh, no, god needs to bless us so that we can live well i tell you something if you look at the place it's building for the daughter the daughter is married but if you look at the place it's building for the daughter and the car he bought for the daughter for himself and the husband man god should bless us it's not a question of my in-law it should be me as the father bless him nonsense nonsense Max, I tell you, you need to see the. Oh, come on, you need to see the place is putting together. A car is already there. He said, David, I'm doing this for my daughter and the and the, and, and, and the husband. Now I want them to stay close to me, and I want them to to live well. It's poverty that makes you look onto your in law all the time. In law. Poverty. I'm telling you the truth. Praise the living God. Want to marry one daughter? You're afraid to go there. They'll count this, count this, count this, and then you begin to look at the number. By the time you go, say, take this one. You go train this one. Poverty. 
understand that? Rubbish, man. Poverty. They can't the whole world. So somebody, by the time you collect everything from this man, he will abandon you for life. Since you can deal with your in-law this way, that in-law will never remember you as a father-in-law. Because you have eaten everything you need to eat in one day. Do we really need all these bright parts we are paying? If we want to be in a family. We're talking about a family. Somebody coming to you who is your child to be. You are taxing the person. Poverty. He said, do you know how much I'm using training the girl? How much did you use in training the girl? I'm speaking of somebody who trained this guy. He's a graduate and he's still building a house for the boy. That's the kind of place to marry. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's what I'm talking about. God will help us. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, some guys, some of you are lucky because we have some guys who can come around, but they look at your background, the way your father treats them, they won't come. Because some father in laws are so harsh. Even the ordinary cola not you want to bring this, how much you must use to wedge it? Nonsense. Poverty. I mean, that's, that's bottom line, not yet. It's not to do tradition. If it is tradition, don't put 15 naira. If it is tradition, you want. Why 50,000 to wedge cola? And you are saying it's tradition. What's tradition? Poverty. God is going to help us. Amen. Our ways of life must be different. Amen. By association. By association. Yes, sir. We must come to the place where we are not going to give our daughters out with so much demand upon our son in laws. Yes, because we have more than enough. We have more than enough. How much is bright price? I want to make you survive. It's not even enough for you to buy a car. And yet you are closing your eyes. I won't take it. I won't take it. Poverty. Hallelujah. Is somebody angry? <laughs> you like that? And somebody say, I've already counting on these daughters before. <laughs> I know what will come out of these three kids. So this is what a pastor is saying now. I'll get it. <laughs> this is a new house. Can DC? Are you hearing me? A new people with a new orientation. Somebody say if you don't pay too much, they will not respect again. Who told you? Who told you? Okay, you sell it now. Uh, why pay so much that they will respect? That means we are buying. And if I buy so much, I can use it so much. That's why men don't love their wives. But they are paying too much. Don't you know that? When my vehicle said, if I was wrong with you, I brought you to carry me. Yeah. When you pay too much, the thing will work. Don't turn your daughter to slaves. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. And I'm not preaching on marriage, so let me get back to my subject. <laughs> Glory to God. 
But I love good things and I love easy life. Good thing and easy life. I don't want struggles. I want to sleep well, you know, enjoy my life. Huh? Don't oppress me with your, your culture. You know, some guys are oppressing my mind with their culture. Way of thinking. You got, you got, no. Praise God. And so, Laban said, hey, 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 look, I don't want you to go. If you, if I find favor, you know, I'm begging you now to stay. Huh? Hallelujah. Now, how did Laban receive Jacob? Look at verse 14 of Genesis 29. <laughs> verse 14 of Genesis 29. And Laban said unto him, Surely thou art my bone and my flesh. And he abode with him the space of a month. When, when he came, he said, hey, come on, come on, come on. You are a part of me. That's the reception. Blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. The way you receive. Are you getting that? Laban said, hey, hey, boy, come here, come here. You are flesh of my flesh and bones of my bone. Now let me just correct something. Flesh of my flesh and bones of my bone have nothing to do with marriage. You will understand. <laughs> you go around through the scriptures, you find that even those who came to David, he told them, You are flesh of my flesh, are bones of my bones. It means a family, a relationship. Bonding! Not your husband and wife. You must understand that. And he said, I receive you. You come in. Why do you think this will not work for Laban? When he opened his heart, opened his house for this young man. He never knew this boy was carrying such grace. And things begin to turn around for this man. I want you to stand for the guy to go. He said, no, 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 please hold on. Don't go yet. Even if you will go, just hold on. I mean, he knew why they didn't want him to go. Hallelujah. Can I give you another example? What are we even talking about? What are we talking about this morning? Words by association. I want you to get it. Not by struggle, not by all of those things. No, 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 no. no. Not by that. Words by association. Just connecting to people that carry specific grace from God. That you know that God has sent your way. You receive them and accept them. And get bonded into their life by covenant. And things will begin to work. Everything you touch, God will begin to prosper you. Have you not struggled enough? Yes, sir. You need a change? Yes, sir. I'm giving you a key right now. Genesis 39. Genesis 39. I look at verse 1. Up to 3. And then I read. Up to 5. Look at that. Genesis 39. Are we together? And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph. But he was asleep. Hallelujah. Who was Joseph? A slave boy. And the Lord was with him. Now, does it mean God was standing by Joseph? 
But there was something in the life of Joseph that God had deposited. The Lord was with him. He had nothing to boast about. He doesn't have a house. In fact, the best description is he was a slave, period. Now God was with a slave. He don't begin to measure. Okay, if that is the thing, now tell me. No! Okay, Abraham was worthy. That's why Lot was worthy. Now, no! Now here is Joseph. What does Joseph have? Absolutely nothing. Did you get that? They had nothing. But God was with them. <laughs> now look at it. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a, pros a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. This is where people are missing it. An unbeliever. An unbeliever saw what was in the life of a believer. Potiphar saw that God was with him. The problem is some of you can't recognize what is in the people that are sent to you. That's why you can't receive them. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight. And he served him. And he made him overseer over his house. And all that he had he put into his hand. And it came to pass. From the time that he had made him overseer in his house. Mark that one. And over all that he had. That the Lord blessed. The Egyptian's house. For who? For Joseph. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he made. And he had in the house and in the field. Did you get that? From the time he promoted Joseph. God's blessing began to flow in his house. Did you get that? That means Pharaoh prospered. Because he promoted Joseph. For Joseph's sake. Not because of his hard work. For Joseph's sake. Not because of anything he had ever done. For Joseph's sake. He was a slave. But yet he saw something beyond a slave in the life of this man. And from that time, God began to prosper the house of Pharaoh. And everything. And the Bible tells me here, and even in the field, that means his business also began to do what? Prosper. And he said he also prospered in his house. With me, there was peace and harmony in his family. Both family and business were prospering because Joseph was there. How many of you know if you get into prosperity and your home is not in order? You know, I mean, what are we talking about? <laughs> Hallelujah. There is no story there. Am I right? Terrible times. But we are talking about how God can also fix the two together. He will not only prosper your business, he will also prosper your home. In other words, there will be peace abundant in your family and peace in your business. In the name of Jesus. Wet by association. And so on my note that I said, a slave in the kingdom is better than a noble in the world. Joseph was by far better than Pharaoh. But yet Pharaoh was the king. Am I talking? So a slave in the kingdom of God is by far better and greater than a noble in the world. 
You don't envy the nobles. You only need to recognize whose ambassadorial office you carry. Are you getting what I'm talking about? You don't because they will seek for you. They will look for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> and this is my summary. Zechariah chapter 8 and verse 23. Let's look at that. Zechariah chapter 8 verse 23. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. I'm prophesying to this church today. In those days and the days to come, it shall come to pass that ten men shall take hold out of all the languages of the nations. Even shall take hold of the scat of him that is a Jew, saying, We will go with you, for we have heard that God is with you. Amen. Are you following that? Something is about to happen in your life. Amen. If you look at Isaiah, he said this. Rejoice here with Jerusalem. And be glad with her. All ye that love her. Rejoice for joy with her. All ye that mourn for her. In other words, partner with Jerusalem. When they are rejoicing, rejoice with them. When they are mourning, mourn with them. Why? Because out of that treasure that is in Jerusalem, you will partake, you will partner, shall enter into your own glory. Are you following what I'm saying? God is making the people. He said that we take 10 men. 10 men is not like talking about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 10. He's talking about a number that is a multiplicity. If you want to check it properly, 10 is just the ultimate. 1 plus 0 equals to 10. 1, alpha, 0, omega, beginning, end. Any other thing I put at the center. If you put 1 and 9, it gives you 19. Am I talking to someone here? Okay, so 1, 0, alpha, omega, beginning, end. Any other thing, you just add and you get your figures. So 10 is not just talking about 1, 2, 3 to 10. It's talking about the multiplicity of numbers of people. We are talking about God multiplying people on the face of the earth. That the nations of the world shall come into us. We want to be part of you because we have seen the great thing God is doing. We have also heard that God is with you. And if we can connect to you, we shall prosper. God bless you.